I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey everyone, I am here with Juliana for our extended interview. I'm really excited to talk to you about this because you're going to talk about how to create really beautiful content so it's easier to pitch to food and travel companies. Yes. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm so happy to be back. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about you and why you live an offbeat life? Yes. So again, my name's Juliana. I am a food stylist and travel content creator based in Brooklyn, but I travel all around the world working with a variety of different food and travel brands creating content. For somebody who wants to go into this industry, either food or travel, how can you make yourself stand out? Because there's so many other content creators out there. It's a great question. I think the hardest part is kind of creating a feed that makes you stand out and kind of discovering a unique twist and honing in on something specific. I think creating a niche is everything. So first, find what you love and stick to that and kind of promote that on your feed. Once you find your niche, what do you do in order for your content to stand out? How do you make it so that when you go to a brand, they're gonna automatically say, I love what you're doing and I wanna work with you? So I think the biggest thing is creating a style for your images. Um, I learned that with, with Instagram, that creating a preset and kind of developing presets for your photos helps helps a brand just be like, hey, you know, that's Juliana's image. I can tell by just the look and feel of that image. I think that an aesthetic really helps set you apart and kind of make people know, oh, that's their photo. What about when you're actually styling those photos? Because with the presets, you can change the color. What about the styling part? The styling's huge. I mean, that's, that's everything. <laughs> like, I mean, next to lighting, the styling is really kind of what sets you apart and can make a boring image beautiful. I mean, my mom's taught me that. Like, just the way the food looks on a plate, that says everything. And, and especially even the smallest thing, like adding a napkin or adding, you know, a straw and a drink, just like little details make a shot that much better. Mm -hmm. For somebody who's never done it before, what would be a few of your tips for a beginner to actually do this and start styling their own photos? The biggest thing, if you're going to be styling and shooting, which you probably are, because you probably want to document what you're doing, yeah. or at least I do, the first thing is lighting and to go by a window to shoot. I mean, that's like number one thing. Lighting's everything. Get some great light. Um, second thing, it's, it's you know about the food you're shooting. So think of something that's aesthetically pleasing. Lots of colors are always great. You know, avocado toast, again, beautiful. Something bright, anything with flowers also helps. I feel like that always makes a scene better. <laughs> but yeah, it's all about the details and establishing a setting, then working on a composition and, and so on. Now that somebody has their styling on point, hopefully, and they have Lightroom, they use it, and they have a pretty decent feed, how can someone start pitching to brands? How do you do that? What do you say? So I remember like initially pitching to brands and, you know, just reaching out and being like, hey, hello, like this is who I am. This is what I do. Typically when I reach out to brands because I really genuinely want to work with them. So I'll say something about the brand, you know, something nice about the brand, something I like about the brand. And then I'll, then I'll move on to being like, hey, I'd, I'd love to work together. Like, you know, just kind of going for it as opposed to like avoiding it. I think that also really helps. And then moving on from there, we talk further about the collaboration. But yeah, my advice is just go for it via whether it's like DM or getting their email, direct email to marketing. Um, just pitching yourself and going about it as, you know, I'd love, love to work with you and this is what I can offer. And maybe showing some example work if you have it. If not, that can be your time to get example work. 
when you are talking to them, what type of negotiations do you do? What kind of content should somebody offer when they're starting this? So when I first started, I remember doing a lot of trades, just a lot of exchanges, which is great because it's a great way for you to see how it is to work with brands, even in an exchange type basis. It's still, you're still working with the brand. So you get familiar with the brand. Uh, the brand gets to work with you so they can see what you can do and see what you're, you know, what you can offer them. And, you know, every, it's kind of a win-win because you, you get to try whatever the branded um, product is and hopefully like it and get a chance to work with the brand. And if everything goes well, we'll hopefully work with them in the future and then start negotiating prices because then it's like the brand knows your worth and what you can do. So it kind of just, it's a great way to start out and to feel the brand out and also just, you know, see if you're ready to take the next step and work on an even larger project. Is there a best practices that you usually tend to do when you're working with these brands when you finally do get to work with them? Best practices. I mean, with, with brands, I always, that's a good question because I always try to, especially on the first time you're working with a brand, I always want to, of course, impress the brand and make, make them happy and pleased with everything. So yeah, I will, you know, sometimes initially we'll go above and beyond and we'll send, you know, a couple extra photos and just let them know that I really enjoyed working with them and I want to work with them again. And just kind of sometimes going the extra mile helps in the long run, especially, you know, with a new client. I think that's a good thing to just kind of put yourself out there and to just kind of offer more initially because you do want to gain their trust and to keep a good relationship. So, And is there something that you never, ever do? Like, is there a point where you know that it shouldn't be done by you or maybe an advice to someone? Yeah. I mean, I've gotten offers for like really crazy baking jobs where I'm like, that's not me. Like, I'm not, I mean, when it comes to specifics for food styling, that's, I don't know, like everyone has their specialties and, you know, really crazy baking job probably wouldn't be my specialty. <laughs> so yeah, I'd hand that off to someone else who went to culinary school and who could, who could tackle that end of it. So when you are doing the pitches, how do you find the companies that you're going to be working for? How do you find the emails? How do you find all of those things? I'm a firm believer in honestly Instagram. Like anytime I think of a brand that I want to work for, I'll check their Instagram typically and reach out through through DM that way, or um, I'll find their email contact there, or I'll just go to the website directly. And huge tip for anyone: just look up the marketing contact. I mean, that's like the the first thing and the easiest way to like reach out to someone directly is the marketing manager or someone on the marketing team that can direct you further. That's typically how I get the right contact. Yeah, and it's not as hard as you think. No. If you just do a little bit of work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just a little hunting. Just yeah. like a little bit of, you know, hey, I want to scope this out, you know, just looking around. <laughs> I think it's people get discouraged usually and they give up, but it's like, yeah, just look a little, a little harder. Yeah. <laughs> You'll find the contacts. It's, it's there. It's not <laughs> that hard. I mean, no. there's certain companies that it's a little more difficult. I agree. But if you do a little bit more digging, then you'll find something for sure. Absolutely. So is there any other tips that you want to give? I've been getting a lot of questions about like flat lay photos. I briefly touched about earlier about like finding a window, getting lighting, but it's really as simple as that for a lot of the flat lay photos that I do take. Um, a lot of times they're really pretty food. So tip, I go to a lot of Australian cafes because they're like usually very vibrant and fun. So I'll do that. And that's kind of where I begin my styling by a window. Hopefully, like I said, colorful plates and props and just get a little bit of height. Like sometimes I'll stand on like a bar chair or something and just get, and get a little height to just get the whole table or whatever I'm shooting flat. So I'll take photos that way, either on my Canon or even on an iPhone. So like people are like, these are really cool. 
those do really well for me, these flat lay. I think people just like flat lays. Yeah. <laughs> so a thing that is popular. And it looks so appetizing and so pretty. People love food. I mean, I think people, like, eat with their eyes. So it's definitely a thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You eat with your eyes before your mouth. So yeah. Like you do. <laughs> so, Juliana, if our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? They can find me on my Instagram, which is at Juliana Veza, J-U-L-I-A-N-N-A-V-E-Z-Z-A, and also at Bon Vivant's Creative, which is Evan and I's company. And it's our creative agency, so you can see everyone we've worked with, brands, partnerships, all that good stuff is on there. Perfect. Thank you so much, Juliana. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Debbie. I really appreciate being on here. I feel like we could talk all day. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Juliana. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview with Juliana where she shares how to travel the world as a freelance food stylist. Hey, Offbeat family, I really appreciate you listening to this episode. I would love to hear more from you and what you think of the podcast. Suggestions on guests, topics we can discuss, or maybe you just want to be friends. Why don't we chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life or send me a message at hello at theoffbeatlife.com. I can't wait to hear from you.